0: And underscores, you know, I love going to restaurants downtown, turning your ground around, and like everybody, falls Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm ready to crumb Now let's watch a full-length movie.
1: L-W-A-F-L-Y-O, fuck, L-W, I'm trying to sing the theme song, Carl. uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, that's us. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, that stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. But if you want to subscribe to our podcast, please use our acronym, and you can search for it, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl.
0: Hi. um, Sorry, I had banana in my mouth, just like you when you talk. Oh, my God. (laughs) LWAFL. It's not
1: so tough. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I have a banana in my mouth. We have Paul Brumbaugh from the Edge of Insanity (laughs) podcast on. Hi, Paul.
2: I, I'm sorry. I had to laugh really hard. It did kind of send you. You had mush mouth, dude. <laughs> I always remember that's that trash. I break it down into. I break it into threes. It's L W. Oh, see, I blew it now. L W A F L M O Y T. Perfect.
1: So let's, that's
2: how I do it. Let's
1: break that down. So you break it down to let's watch a full-length <laughs> yep. movie on yep. YouTube. Thank you, man. Me too. Yes, sir. Uh, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and we uh, stream first on MutinyRadio.fm on Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, and that pers- we follow The Edge of Insanity. So uh, do us a favor, listen to Paul's show before us. It's just two hours of your time before the show, uh, and that is at noon, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, we are sponsored by Mutiny Radio. All we ask is that you donate some Venmo money to at Mutiny Radio and make sure it's the right one. And uh, we'll do it or not do anything at all. So, But we do want you to watch this movie with us and listen to our podcast at the same time, because we do drop in the podcast. Uh, and all you have to do is go to YouTube and search for this week's movie. Carl, what is this week's movie?
0: Pauly Shore is dead, 2003. Polly Shore is dead. <laughs> That's the word Paul with the Y stuck to its ass. Polly Shore is dead. Shore like the Jersey Shore. And Down we the like shore. Joe the Autophile Monty is our channel. Joe the Autophile Monty.
1: Ooh. And I'm wow, going to go ahead and subscribe me to me there, He named the movie, not us. Uh, he, he was the one who was okay no, with
3: that. movie.
1: All right, so do us a favor. Go type in Polly Shore is dead." It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Remember, and it's two thousand and three. Yes, we had so nine eleven was still fresh in our minds when this movie came out.
0: Well, fresh in your oh, mind,
1: it was. I was cried twice in the streets in two, within two years. One free uh, and uh, but then I kind of I saw the bus poster for Polly Shore is dead, and I, I started to cry. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to the show. Polish sure says the title. Show the audiophile Monty, who I just subscribed to, is is the channel. Go click it. The link. Hit pause. Oh, immediately slide we'll it to the left. That registered our show trademark. And we're very excited. We're gonna do a countdown. And when you here to go, you're gonna go. And the countdown king is here, none other than Mr. Sunday Afternoon. Calls Crust, the maestro of descending yes. numerals mister Three, 2 1. Oh, let's get ready to brumba. The world doesn't move to the beat of this one brum. Brum, 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 brumba. Brum brum brum, 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 Under brumba. <laughs> thrusting down on me. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: in- particularly
1: gentlemen, uh, guests, get up for Paul Brumba. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> awesome.
2: yeah. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Wow. That round of applause after that, man. Wash your hands. Jeez, do that favorite. Oh, look at Joe's an audiophile. I thought he was more than just an audiophile. All right. Here we go. You guys got to do this in true uh, uh, Pauly Shore dead action. Um, let's do this thing. Make that thing hover, that finger that is, right over that triangle. And let's do it in three, two, one. Hello. Back in the early 90s, there was a comic actor named Pauly Shore who was very popular. No one has seen him lately. This is what happened to him. Well, sort of. <laughs> Critics? Paulie, you don't know what you're talking
0: about. You're great. People love you. You have a following. You... Biodome was a great movie. Did you see Jury Duty? No. Neither did anyone else. Did you see Hot Shots?
1: I love Jerry. Duty. You did? Jerry, Duty is his best movie. Really? Yeah, twice in the show. Well,
2: I, I, I definitely like the one when he, he was on the farm better.
1: Son-in-law? No, yeah, down Son-in-law. on the farm? or. Po- okay, yeah, so let's, let's break it down. Movie-wise, he was in uh, Encino, Encino Man. Man? I think he was in... Yeah, he was yeah. like... He hung out with the caveman. He was, uh, there was a George Burns one where the age changing, people switching type of thingy. And he was like the best friend of the kids. The original, like he was a high schooler with him. But then his real movies, after he hit big on MTV yeah. 25 odd years ago, uh, were Encino Man, uh, The, the Son in Law, uh, In the Army, uh, Jury Duty, which I love. And uh there's what other what other ones am I missing? He was just kind of a movie. There's, another
2: really, there's another really shitty one. It's Bio I Oh well, Bio-dome, which
1: we've pretty, done on this show.
2: See, Biodome's pretty good too, even though it's bad. That's the one with Baldwin, right? Yeah. So Yeah. The worst one see, he's it. ever done was I think straight to Netflix kind of thing. And it was uh it was the um Oh God! He's supposedly a father. He's like a single dad, uh-huh. he takes on raising some kid, and it's kind of like it's. I think it's done in the flavor of what's the one with Sandler, little the one with the Yeah, I remember that one.
1: Right. Well, I do know that it's kind of he, done uh, in that flavor he where
2: he. But the kid's even smaller. It's just that it's mischievous, and it's Paulie Shore, and he's and he's. Has to watch a baby. That's the funny part.
1: Hey guys, breaking news, breaking right. news, breaking news. Paulie Shore is dead. Yeah, whatever
2: one. Uh, look at that. Is he holding cotton candy? What did he have? Yeah.
0: <laughs> now that's Paris Hilton, <laughs> of course, and her sister, Nikki.
2: Of course it is.
1: Oh. Yeah, well, if there was no Paulie, there would be no uh, Paris, right? I mean, they they
2: look it, both became popular. <laughs> There's a Hil- there's a Hilton inside a Holiday Inn.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All his celebrity buddies are in the first 5 minutes of this movie and then we have the rest of the movie and then the end. Credits oh
2: no, there's, there's Misty short. Was that Misty?
1: I don't know but there's a big old boner. I guess that's what they're pointing at.
2: Yeah.
0: And by the way, no, his friends will be
2: throughout.
1: Does Jeremy Piven show up in this
0: movie?
2: No. No, but his brother plays like his friend or something. He doesn't even play his brother.
1: He dies like the greats. Sam Kittison, Richard Pryor, Albert Einstein, all the great comics.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they actually said all those names in the same sentence. That was wrong. <laughs>
1: This little boy will grow up to die.
2: So now we're seeing the you know, history I, I, I of... I, um... know I know what's happening right now. Yeah. Sam Kennison is in his grave going, ow, ow, ow! <laughs> Sorry. Di-
1: no, I did that's notice that the... the... Well, you know he died in a car crash, oh, Sam Kennison, so...
2: Yeah. uh, I, I had a
1: joke on- I had a joke where I'd never use it. Old Mike would do this joke, but that I would hate to be in the car.
2: Lots of Kinison. Look at this. Lots of Kinison. Well, Why
0: would you hate to be Sam in the car? Because he'd be yelling, like, ah. <laughs> like when the car crash happened, he'd go, oh, oh. That's right. <laughs> That's terrible, Mike. I love it. Yeah, I would never do
1: that joke. <laughs> I actually, I mean, I wrote that joke when I was 19, Carl. <laughs>
0: That's the old Mike. Oh, look.
2: What we're learning yeah, is history. Yeah, I actually I actually want to watch this movie when I can turn up the volume. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Very no, well, no, no. talking no, about no, his no, life. That's funny.
1: We're we don't care about his life.
2: We're of his we, mother. Life. Oh, there's his parents. That was his real parents. Okay.
1: Yeah, so it's Mitzi Shore and uh, what was his father? Stanley. Uh, no, Stanley. Is. Stanley Shore.
2: Yeah, and he was famous, right? He was really famous. Yeah. For a minute.
1: Till with the weed. He opened
2: for Sinatra or something. That's exactly right. He was Yeah, won.
1: his father he, did.
2: He
0: yeah. Minute, and he did open for Sinatra. Was it Sammy? Yeah, he like, toured with
2: him for years.
0: Yeah, it was Sammy.
1: Yeah, so and then they uh, opened a comedy club which his wife Missy Shore, Missy Shore ran. And that's where Sam Kinison was the door at the, at the Comedy Store. Yeah. Which is why Pauly grew up with him. Right. In the Army now. Yeah,
2: in the Army now. I noticed that That was funny.
1: The opening title on, on screen says Polly Shore is dead, and then in parentheses, you'll never weave in this town again, which is a Hollywood reference to you'll never eat lunch in this town again. Right. Uh, a, a memoir from an executive. So it's kind of softening the blow. It's like the movie – the Pope Must Die, they had to change the title to The Pope Must Die It. <laughs> so they probably softened the, the title just so people can watch it. Anyway, back to The Death of Polly Shore. All right, so
0: what we're seeing now is the birth of the downfall. He gets a Fox sitcom, and it's horrible, horrible movie. I, I mean uh, sitcom, and everybody pans it, and this is the beginning of his end.
1: Poor Weeze. Oh, yeah, there's Ben Stiller. You know, celebrities watch TV just like us. If only there was a TV show during quarantine where I get to watch celebrities watch TV.
0: (laughs) Um, Ben Stiller is, uh, the joke like, he's always saying, like, I guess if my parents were famous, I'd be on top, too. And, you know, his parents were.
1: Right, his parents, yeah. And now Bill Maher. They they got some good camp shows in the...
2: They've got some really good cameos in them.
0: Absolutely. And the thing is, these guys love the show. Like, everyone was panning the show. It's sort of like a joke on them. Right. It looks
1: pretty good. I forget people watch TV. Like, you sit around the couch and you watch TV.
0: Well, it's his premiere.
1: Followed by a new Drexel class. Is that Tony Hale? No. Oh, I think that show's pretty good. I would order a whole season and watch (laughs) it. Well, the the
0: um the and Fox ordered only six of them, and only three of them aired. Uh, They replaced him with When Animals Attack. (laughs)
2: which is really just big volume
1: well the animals recorded the saying it was not our idea (laughs) we wish the best of Mr. better known
2: as one fox exact attack
0: the beginning of when animals attack it it does not say no animals were harmed in the making of this
1: (laughs) The American Humane Society was nowhere near the production of what animals attack.
0: you guarantee.
2: That guy was a funny comic too. The guy smoking the cigar, Rick DuCane, or
0: yeah, this is basically talking behind Polly's back. Now I'm at nine twelve, nine thirteen, nine fourteen. What about you
2: guys? Let me look.
1: I'm at really 908 8 eight. Um, I'm a couple seconds I'm behind. At
2: 13,
1: 14, 15. Yeah, me, same here. Same here, Carl.
0: Okay, so I want you guys to tell me when – I want Mike to tell me when he gets to 9 minutes and 30.
1: Okay, sounds good. Is that Paul
0: Tom Sizemore? Yes.
1: Three, there. two, one, go. Thank you. Poor Tom Sizemore. So I wonder in 2003 what, what state was he on? Yeah. He was was on on E! News all the time, and then he gets to be in a movie with E! in it.
0: So basically, this is like behind Paul, like everyone saw the show and it sucks, but you're in front of the guy, right? So you're not going to be like, your show sucked. So it's like talking behind his back and then Two-Face talking to his face.
1: Well, he knew his two-faced because they went up to him and said, "Hey, nice set, Pauly. Good set." <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh, they're on landlines talking about what they watched on TV. Right? So quaint. Did you watch TV, Bill? Yes, part. I
0: did, Ted. Now I got to say that Pauly Shore is a very good sport. Uh, he is so teasing himself throughout this whole movie. He's like, I suck, I suck, I suck, I suck. Now, he doesn't say that, but he wrote the script, he directed it, you know, he produced it. This right. was all done with his own he's money. saying
2: it in every other way. Yeah, he's saying it in every other way.
0: Right. So but isn't, isn't no, this a cop-out? No, it's not a cop-out. It's a smack in your own face. It, I mean, seriously, everyone... Throughout this whole film, this whole film's the the thing is Paulie Shore sucks. That's the whole joke. And you wrote it yourself. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but sometimes you could say like you, you kind <clears> of <throat> fill this space where the laughter should be by say, by doing a fake laugh or you know, ha <laughs> ha I or you know, I uh, you know, you can undercut yourself to kind of keep the grace going. So, but I do see that this film is kind of genuine. Uh, that the humor relies on him kind of cutting his own his own self for our entertainment. Right. But he also maintained a reality show presence. You know, he had a show called Minding the Store, which was him helping his mom with the comedy store. And yeah, Mickey Short passed away. I'm not sure if it, I believe the show was filmed during that time.
0: Well, it was 2005. But, uh, On TBS, so it's two years from after this movie.
1: Are you okay with that, that he made a really kind of funny, self-effacing movie like this and then just kind of parlayed it into a reality show, which was Straight Face? Uh,
0: I guess from the way you're saying it, I should be offended by that. Uh, this guy That's is good. just trying to make a living this movie was not nationwide this movie only made $11,000 and he, i don't know how much he sunk into it but it was his own personal money it had a limited release uh, just in california um, i think you know he, he had a chance to get a payday so he did a reality show i mean wh- but what are you what right. is it you're thinking like you think this movie's well, I mean, like I think cheap the- and bad like the, the
3: no, concept. No,
1: no, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you that it's the humor and lies about how nakedly, uh, uh, honestly, can make it on himself by you know undercut you know by eating all this shit on on stage.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so the man, the guy yeah. goes out to say to his staff, "Paulie Shore fired us," and they're all happy about it. And Paulie wrote that, you know, and directed it. Right. I don't know. I. Look, I am not a publisher fan, except for this movie. This movie is great. Wow, good to hear. In that he, you know, totally just, it's the ultimate put-down-this-movie, and he's putting him down himself, you know, like, I don't know. Okay, it's one man's opinion here. hes uh, It won the Audience Choice Award at the Slam Dunk Film Festival.
1: (laughs) It's going to be a great slam dunk film Ooh. festival, because there's a lot of slamming and dunking.
0: It, it was released way,
1: in Sacramento, like
0: California, and almost nowhere else. Uh, no wonder it only made $11,000. I think it should have gone na- nationwide. Myself. I mean, maybe no one wanted to pick it up, but I'm saying that I think this movie could have hit.
1: There's his girlfriend. You know, I, uh, wow, look at that.
0: Yeah, you see the ring?
1: Yeah, look at that ring on her finger. Yeah.
0: So now I his show has been I canceled. Really like he's basically having, you know, he went groveling to MTV. They kick him out. His girlfriend's with this really loser dude. Hold on, Louie. at the car wash and he's out the right
4: headshot. Oh, and I'm also testing for Playboy. Sal knows him.
5: I don't really know him. I have a friend who knows someone who's been up in a mansion a couple of times and he met him once. What's your friend's name? Sal. Sal.
0: Sal. Sal. Nice to meet Hi. you. Hi. What's up, buddy? See that? What's up, buddy? Pauly Shore had to make a face like, oh, (laughs) goddammit.
1: Yeah, but don't you think that's like parlaying your 15 minutes of fame by just like now mocking the catchphrase that that made you? This is right by my mom's house.
0: Oh, in Los
1: Angeles? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Is that Fred Durst? uh.
0: 90. look he had 12 uh,
1: and goate
0: nine let's see he didn't have 15 minutes of fame he had 13 years no 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 all no all right I eat my hat no I'm no eat my hat wait Too wait six 96. 96 is pretty much when it died uh this fox show when was that fox show because that killed it yeah 1997 Shore landed his own TV show on Fox Lasted five episodes, but it was canceled. Two episodes remain unaired. And it essentially ended his comedic career. So that's eleven wait, that is seven eight years. Eight years of fame he had. Look, there's Limp Biscuit. Fred I knew it was Limp Biscuit. The, he does that throughout the yeah. thing. He gets people – like, you know people don't like Limp Bizkit today and think Fred's a jerk. That's why he's in this movie.
1: Oh, even Fred hates him. That's pretty low.
0: Now, this – Well, I mean – yeah. This is Paulie's biggest fan, and he's freaking out that his show is not on TV, that it's Animals Attack. He's from Kentucky.
1: Yeah. So is he, he's pissing on his audience now.
0: Yes,
1: he is. Yes. One animal's attack. <laughs> Law is my favorite
2: movie.
1: Wow, it's Tim Conway. This is my darkest hour of television.
2: Viewing. This is worse than when they replaced.
0: are ripping off *Fish Burger*, Carl. Yeah, right. It's it's the right house setting. Yeah, right. The basement. Well, I mean, Forest Street—the whole thing was a dump.
1: <laughs> no, right. It
0: was like our little,
1: Imagine, uh, you know. Yeah. You, well, I mean, I think his movies—I was like Paulie Shore was a phenomenon in the respect that he did something. To, oh, look out for Vern, two thousand three. So this was after uh, Spy Shagmi. And no, the gold – Yeah, second one.
0: And what is the one we saw? The, the postal,
1: postal, that's right. He had a big part in that.
0: He was international oh, a... superstar, right? He was the voiceover guy or something, and he came to Germantown. Yeah. I enjoyed oh, that movie, about. I really enjoyed that movie.
1: Oh, right. oh, postal, yeah. Well, yeah, I found a couple more of his films on YouTube, so uh, be prepared. You're the future, man. Uh, episodes. I eat you. have the that uh... <laughs> yeah, quarantine life.
0: So now what we're getting is right. are there any parts in his movies for me? Like we get that throughout the, the screenplay. He's going to his celeb friends and he asks if there's any parts for them. They don't answer and he asks it louder. Is there any parts for me? Clint so Howard. now we have the stereotypical scene. It's like, you have no money.
1: Well, but isn't that Clint Howard, the celebrity? Yep. From Star Trek? Our yes. Star Trek connection?
0: Yes. You're right, You're right on the money, Mike. I say Mike. that. On well, the because
1: board. he played, he was a kid. He was a yes. kid. His dad was a, it was a family dynasty, so the father was hard-driven. Okay. And he was down-to-earth an actor, and he brought his down-to-earth children and made them act. And he acted as a child in Star Trek. Yes. And then guys like you go up, Mr. Clint Howard, you were great as a child in Star Trek. <laughs> He's like, I was a child in Star Trek. <laughs> oh, yes, you were a child in Star Trek. You were a very intellectual child. Your character was very smart. Right. And Clifton, oh, did you say your character? Oh, thank fucking God, there's a disconnect.
0: Yeah, I was pretty smart. My character was pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> The Comedy Store started Carlin. Not really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Mitzi's store is great. You know, like people who run rooms, you got to respect them. And uh, whatever the, you hear about them, they're running the room. And so, you know, I've always respected it. Just uh, I don't need to see. I know, gonna, we really I'm don't. On
0: now on the screen is Jewel Denial. So he's calling Jewel at her home. Jewel is a porn star and it's all about the butt. Uh, so now we have well, like, know, a, like uh, yes. Well, we have a funny scene in which there's call waiting, and it's his mom. So he's messing up, talking to Jewel and talking to his mom. You know, that's the comedic hook of this. We really don't need <laughs> to see Paulie Shore masturbate. <laughs>
1: well, what do you think this movie is? and he's, now he's literally jerking off
0: himself. So wait, okay, Mike, you got beef with this movie. Okay, so that was very telling. So you I don't have beef. I have kissing his own ass is what you mean. This movie's him kissing his own ass, no, you but, feel.
1: No, it's that border, that's that line, and the reason why it's funny is that he can walk the line between, uh, you know, onanism and uh, self-deprecating universal humor, you know.
3: <laughs> what?
1: I'm just saying, between the onanist and the uh hubris, you know, I go with the hubris all the time, it's plain and simple.
0: But you think he's like an egotist oh, yeah. making this film, right? He's uh, he's like a, 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 a self centered, uh, maybe not narcissist, maybe that's too strong, but but, but, but see, that's. But that's
1: humor that we grow up with. He's no different than Chris Elliott, whose whole humor is about Chris Elliott. You know what I mean? But they do it in a manner that it is uh, universal. In that, like, we can relate
0: to Paulie's Shore even though we don't have uh, well, Justin Schwartzman. Well, Chris, Chris Elliott, Chris Elliot does make it about Chris Elliott, but he makes it that he's a loser. Like, this is about Chris Elliott failing. Paulie's not really. Okay, who's this guy? Every I I know his face, but.
1: It looks like joke. Dan Aykroyd, you know, when Dan Aykroyd does cameos as a motorcyclist, as a bicyclist, or uh, You know. Uh, well, the joke here is this
0: stuff. guy fell to fell to you know in fame, and now he sells oranges, and they're doing racist stuff. But but who is he? Do you know?
1: No. Let's listen to his voice. those are good throws
0: those are except for the last one those are good throws and I think one of them hit his best friend you know and they probably kept that take
1: good he deserves it I used to be someone now I'm selling oranges this is in context with Paulie, (laughs) so I do like what he did I, I do like this movie. I think it walks the line is why I'm bringing it up, but I think he does it. You know, he pulls it off. Or, I, I don't know, for the time is I'm watching it, it's good. I know that he followed up this movie with a film called Adopted, where it was another kind of rip from his own headline story about him trying to adopt a child. And he got upset that, that uh, Bruno, the, the, the Borat movie, where he adopts a child, uh, kind of came out around the same time uh-huh. because he took the idea. They feel that for uh, that
0: Bruno took the idea. Hmm. So now he's just like his own. His own
1: yeah, Mary, love pity
0: him. is he's like having awful fantasies about, you know, and we're hearing all the people call him a loser and ah. Uh,
1: Please. I, I want to give a shout out to Comedy Store in the 80s and Comedy and Porn Stars. Uh-huh. You know the stories about like how Porn Stars would always show up to like Comedy Store and stuff like that? Like They would just go and they would watch like Dice or they would watch uh, Sam Kinison or what have you. And I just I just love that phenomenon.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you know who goes to comedy clubs. They're not porn stars.
0: No, not porn stars.
1: They're not going to party with the comedians.
0: Now this he's selling his house and who bought it
1: Carrot Top Agrotop <laughs> He must have played himself in 100 million things
0: Well the reason he's, he's here is type. because he's like Polly Shore, you know, he had he was a big deal for a half an hour for 15 minutes and then he crashed, right? So that's why Polly put him in. Right. He, even Carrot Top's beating me.
1: Did you notice there was a poster for Polly, i.e., the talking uh, uh, parrot movie with Jay Morris, the voice of Polly? Oh,
0: <laughs> really? Was there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> run along to <laughs> your mother's comedy store now.
1: Yeah, there you go. Probably because he never booked him. See, right there, Polly. Uh, does he hate driving around Hollywood Sunset Boulevard with all your stuff, man?
0: Yeah, like and you just got fired.
1: LA life. Hashtag LA life. You got your bongos in the back seat and the weird misogynistic uh, bottom half of a woman's torso mannequin. Legs askew.
0: Akimbo. Akimbo. So yep. now, basically, his Bye. friend is going to have a meeting with um, Sean Penn. And it's the old, Does is there a part for me? Is there, what are you going to say to him? How are you going to pitch me? So now well, here we are with Mr. Sean Penney. Penn. And what's actually happening is Sean is going, who was that guy in that movie, Biodome? What was his name? He was with the Baldwin brother. And his friend is not telling him, oh, that was Paulie Shore. He was pretending he doesn't know who he's talking about. Oh, that's great. Baldwin's brother. Which Baldwin? Well that's it like
6: it's
1: six or something up but the one John Tan talks cinema. Yeah. We we should re- we should wake up our our faithful listeners and remind them of the episode where we actually it's a it's a it's a milestone in our uh, over two hundred episode run where we watched Biodome. I had suggested Biodome. Yeah. And Carl got very upset
0: you could tell even though that, uh, yeah <laughs> i was gonna have to watch yeah. biodome <laughs> so you said
1: i'm picking the next movie which is the first time that has happened uh,
0: so it, it was okay i remember once you were like let's do koi anastatsky and i was like ah, i don't want, i'm not doing it mike i love watch the movie there's nothing to t- and you were like, all right, I'll get somebody else. And I was like, whoa, 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 okay. Okay, <laughs> Koyana, I'm, like, yeah. I'm down.
1: But that was a good movie. A lot happened. There was like sunrises and sunsets, and then there was like people walking, but they were walking so fast they looked like ants. It was like almost a metaphor. <laughs> I um,
0: uh, it was a lot to talk about because almost every scene, the internet, had something to tell me. So, in the end, that was a good film.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's remarkable that a film of such beauty uh, that should be seen in the cinema was still chopped up in 10-minute bits on YouTube. Because, you know, back in the day, you couldn't have a video on YouTube that was more than 10 minutes. You had to have your Koya nasasty posted. You had to do it in part one and two.
0: Now, this is uh, Layla Slotman. And she's an actress of note, and she's playing a prostitute, and she's finding out that all Polly has is like eighty-four bucks. Gotcha.
1: You think Polly Shore's a freak? What do you mean? Well, there's been a lot of sex stuff in this. who sound jerking. I'll oh, a freak in a sexual
0: way, uh, probably.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Heidi Fleiss
1: will be in this film. They he already had Charlie Sheen, so probably that was a deal. Polly yeah,
0: like Sheen, a package. Charlie Sheen was just a customer like everybody.
1: Right. Oh, you, yeah, so he's no better than anyone else. I mean, he was just a customer.
0: Now there's a reason he's gonna, that like, thing opened up with Charlie Sheen. You know how everyone thinks he's a cuckoo and everything. And this is 2003 when right. that was in its heyday. Look, so
1: he's he's burying his ass. You don't think this film is like he's literally we seeing up his own ass. <laughs> All right, whatever. Oh yeah. Well, Charlie. Yeah. What was like Charlie Sheen had a great like a uh, uh, pop culture meltdown, and he went yes. on tour just yelling tiger blood at people and and uh it was at the masonic center here in san francisco like mm-hmm. which, you know if if you're big you headline the punchline and if you're really big you do the fucking mason you know the masonic center and he did and you know live nation fronted it and from what i heard is that he really had nothing to say but it didn't matter <laughs> so can you imagine like as a, as a bitter comic uh you're just like how come he gets the masonic
0: center yeah that sounds like an open micer, uh, National Lampoon Open Micers. Uh,
1: somehow. In a bit. Like, Let's put it in, in, yeah. in the script.
0: Yeah. The rival open micer. How does sure. he get to book this room? So,
1: wow, look at that, your old stand up set.
0: This is basically, now it's Jewel Denial again. And I love Jewel, but it's all about the butt. And I don't know that I want to go there, but nonetheless, she does. And this is all, like, his lowest moment. He can't even jerk off.
1: That's pretty Oh, yeah, there's the box. Remember, the box is oversized. And, uh, it's 2003, yeah. Yeah. God, I wonder if they still cost $60. You know how, remember when VHS came out, VTRs? But yeah. the okay, VHS tapes retailed for $100. So let's yeah. say you wanted a dead co- current copy of ET, the extraterrestrial. So you had to rent it from the store. There's no way you could just physically own it. Okay, oh, it's a Kinesin impersonator.
0: It is. It's me and, in
1: quarantine. Right. It's my hair in quarantine.
0: <laughs> um, a, guy, a guy named. Um, where is it? Timmy Jameson. Timmy Jameson is doing a a Kinnison impersonation. Now, Kinnison sort of mentored uh, Pauly uh, at the comedy store. So he's telling him, why don't you kill yourself?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: about who you know, brother.
1: I kind of like it. I, I kinda like like Kinison was unique that he would have these like who play guitar rock guitar. Mhm. You know, his show was like a rock and roll affair. It was pretty kinda I don't know. It's it's interesting that he went that way.
0: So he he's been told by I, his yeah. he's been told by his mentor to kill yourself. By him. Yeah. yeah.
2: In my
0: life. And he's like, the only this person who's gonna miss me is my mother. So he writes a suicide note to his mother.
1: But it couldn't handle
3: the
2: of Hollywood anymore. You did a great job raising me, and it's not your fault.
0: This is heavy shit, man. Yeah, except he's not gonna die. He thought he died, but he was just watching Biodome. <laughs> well, actually, his Fox sitcom. If you want to see Paulie Shore die, watch his Fox sitcom.
1: Kurt Loader. Hey, Kurt Loader from MTV News. MTV MTV in it. Not He's 70 years old. 70 zero years old. Kurt Loader. Really? Yeah. Wow, Whoopi Goldberg. God, I love Whoopi Goldberg movies, even the ones he does cameos. And... <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not sure about Perry from.
0: So, now that he's dead, everyone's saying good things about him.
1: Oh, we need, Jane's Addiction
0: Frontman has words to say about Pauly Shore. Yeah, he's got layers. Very thorough. And now, um, she's saying that she wouldn't have gotten uh, Baywatch if it weren't for Polly. He taught her how to -to mouth-to-mouth resuscitate and... So anyway, it's basically uh, a montage say. of people saying good things because uh, Paulie's dead.
1: Now these are all like MTV regulars, so he, I mean he could have like whoever produced this movie probably said, hey, you know Dr. Dre, since you're here, can you just uh, I don't know. Well, no, they probably asked him.
0: Well, Paulie
1: produced. Oh my God, Matt Field.
0: Yeah, he's interviewing Bucky, his biggest fan.
1: Oh, right. There's Encino Man in the background. Do you remember Matt Penfield? I hate when movies put real journalists playing themselves in there. It undercuts their journalistic integrity. To have Matt Penfield from MTV News play Matt Penfield from MTV News, (laughs) it undercuts, you know, MTV News should not have their frontman pretend to to get fake news like that. It's It's just a disgrace. Yeah. You know? There were some movies that uh, got in trouble for that. The movie Contact with Jodie Foster yeah, yeah. had a, a like like a CNN clip where it looked like Bill Clinton agreed right. with what was going on, and uh, they got said, "How can a CNN use uh, abuse their uh, journalistic
0: integrity?" <laughs> he was talking about the asteroid that uh, from Mars that looked like it might have bacteria in it that never got proven but uh
1: right yeah well they got angry they said how can you you know you're editing the news to make a to go of the story you
0: know yeah and, really, and bill clinton was a star of the film not really but you know what it yeah, is. he was. was in the script he was talking about life from another planet and he was these are all stars oh that's a uh, sugar ray right that's right Michael and, and that's i don't know she's on um Everybody Loves Raymond um, as the police, as the partner of the brother. So basically it's like uh, everyone's broken up about uh, Pauly and, and it's just getting made fun of. <laughs> that was a fucking piece of shit. I mean, Jesus Christ, me a break? Take it back, pal.
2: I'll take one back. Take it back now. Take one back, old man. I'll, hey, man, why don't you take you and your little crying ass kid to the next hole so me and my girl can play some golf up in this motherfucker? Right? Come wow, on, man, let's play. Play some golf. Cause I'm the uh. one.
1: Oh, the tribute's good to go. Continue. This yeah, is what's going to happen in the open mics when we pass away. They'll have like a tribute <laughs> where uh, we, uh, Now, that's the guy from Jersey, uh,
0: that director.
1: Oh, is that uh, James Silent Bob?
0: Yeah, right, no. right. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not the director from Jersey, but he is a Jersey boy. Yeah. I guess it's was Jay.
1: Jay. Yeah, it's Jay. Well, every time they go to like the comedy store or any comedy club, I bet it's the, everyone in the audience are comedians. Like, yeah, Paul, I'd love to be in your movie. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, there's yeah. a Carl Hotel in San Francisco.
0: We have the greatest cameo ever here. We're about to see Kato Kalin.
1: Oh, great. Going to a different house.
0: And look how he's balded. That's Kato Kalin? Yeah.
1: From the OJ trial? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened
6: here I lost it.
0: Okay, I did. Wow. He looks great. So, again, he's getting sure a person hair. who's like, you know. On the D list. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't hot for a good reason. He didn't have a f- fame of a, you know, a movie. But still.
1: This is kind of like a uh, this movie's ahead of its time because you, there's a lot of like channels and a lot of product and a lot of content and one variety of it is the genre of like the self-deprecating uh, celebrity playing himself. hmm And I've seen it on pop the POP, the, the network, where I just forgot who it was. It was some kind of famous actor, TV actor, I think it was a DJ. And he would buff into Joey Lawrence playing himself. And Joey has problems, you know, and they reference his line and all that stuff. And it's like, you know, uh, that Gary Shandling show. Larry Sanders was great at it. You know that was probably the one and only time that just clicked. I mean, it's great watching it now and seeing like you know the late Gene Siskel and the late Warren Zevon in the same show and and them complaining about like Chevy Chase
0: errors, late night talk show stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know this is dated as well, I guess. You know Uh, this movie was before its time because someday Paul Shore will die.
1: <laughs> it, it is ahead of its time. Yes. You think they'll play this? Then this movie, everyone will
0: watch this movie. Ironically, right? Yeah. Uh, right. If I ever meet Paulie Shore, I'm telling him that he has a podcast. Maybe I should call up.
1: Oh yeah, Paulie. Paul Podley Shore. Well, that's Paulie funny Pod.
0: Um, I don't know. He also hosts his own podcast show. Um. I guess I should have researched that, right? To promote him right um, now. Anybody, just go to no, go uh, Short podcast. You'll find it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I was going to actually watch his routine so I could start quoting uh, his act, and I said, "Eh, <laughs> I don't know. Life is precious now. It was only moments ago.
0: That's uh, so, no regrets." <laughs> Hollywood. Is that, oh, instead of no regrets? <laughs> no regrets?
1: Well, I've. Uh, there's a. Welcome to the Miller says that joke where he's like, don't you have any regrets at all? Like this kind of, you know, hipster white guy. This place is on Sunset Boulevard. I've been there. With the, with the rodeo horse, or whatever, the mechanical bull.
0: Yeah. This is basically a montage of Paulie loving that the world loves him. It kind of doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. So they know he's dead. Who who is he now? Abraham Lincoln,
0: right? I yeah, he's being Abraham Lincoln. I don't know.
1: These dudes know. Him. Oh, it's Hans Eiswerth.
0: And the thing is. It doesn't make sense why the guy hiding undercover would get Pollywood on his stomach, and why a famous guy would stop in to say hello, and why a photo shoot with sexy girl. I I just don't get it.
1: It's living the life. You know, remember at the end of Batman 3 where uh, Michael Caine says, you should go out and I should see you at a restaurant? And he goes out. He gets, yeah. Yeah, which uh... suck. And, he, and then he's at a restaurant. He's like going, hey. Oh, High Times Magazine. That magazine's in trouble right now. They've been buying dispensaries under the, the name of High Times.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh huh.
1: And they're just, I don't know. You know, everything's kind of whack right now. I should mention another pop culture uh, is dead moment for me is LA Style. It's the first techno band to ever hit the Billboard Top 100 with their song, James Brown is Dead, uh-huh. which was more of a reference to sampling James Brown and, and dance numbers, but would have you heard the news? James Brown is dead. And then they would play a different kind of techno riff that wasn't a James Brown derivative. And uh, that also spawned songs. Michael Jackson is in heaven now.
0: And uh, Well, what happens yeah, to pop like culture... That, uh... How did you frame it? Uh, a part of pop culture I don't know. died? Yeah, like
1: part for, for, wow, look at that. He even made National so, uh, Geographic. Well, that uh, – like kind of a weird like pop culture moment where they would say, like, James Brown is dead while James Brown is very much alive. And, oh, yeah, nothing, I nothing see what so you mean. Wrong. Yeah. That's like, something do you know me. of any other, like, is dead?
0: That song oh, was ahead more of its time.
1: Yeah, I know, but no one played it other than me when James Brown did pass.
0: <laughs> oh. Wait, well,
1: she's a Runaway.
0: The uh Pauly Shore Must Die. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, he, I, I even see, like, yeah. Now he's, he's being a Runaway, the, right?
0: The girl's on to him, so uh, he's going to get outed now.
1: Oh, no, Act 3. Wow, look at all those magazines. He's
0: telling it. All right, I just want to straighten you out.
7: This is yeah. middle
0: Act 2. You see, what happened was we got to around the 25th minute, and then we saw Pauly Shore is dead. It's the movie poster, you know?
1: You're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right on the money
0: and so right now it's the beginning of the hero's lowest moment in a movie it's the beginning of act it's the part in act two when he's going to break down and uh, it's the hero's lowest moment it's i'm not describing it very well but the big movie poster moment of this is a great thing in the movie, it gets thrown into jeopardy and it begins a downward slide. He's going to get caught now. Gotcha.
1: Oh, man. He's going to have to move in, out of the Charles. Uh-oh. Polly has a gun.
0: Yeah. polly has got a gun. They've got a gun.
1: Oh, man. That's how he directed people. He would hold that good.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's really a great tool for a director.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you heard, speaking yep. of the Batman movies, that, that that director wouldn't allow anyone to sit during production. Really? And Paulie carry a good with him. Well, his publicist denied it. It was a, a Twitter controversy.
0: I could see Paulie going, let's take it again. Paulie, come on. It's been. Okay, okay, Paulie. All right. We'll do another take.
1: All right, Polly. Okay. All
0: right,
1: yeah. Just uh, get back in your director's chair.
0: Go to craft services, get me a coffee. Polly, that's not my role. Oh, oh okay, Polly. I get okay, getting you <laughs> two sugars, right. right? Getting you a
1: coffee. <laughs> well, I, I think that the cops should get co- uh shot by Polly. Polly that's what so okay, allows. Alright, okay, let's set up the squib.
0: Basically, what happened is the cop came to the door to say, "This is crazy." But is Paulie sure in there? And he was like, "No, no." But he was gesturing his fingers like, "Yes."
1: Oh, so the cop knows. The cop's gonna right. leak it to TMZ. There it is. Hello, EOnline.com. Oh,
0: I got a scoop. Now here's another thing that doesn't yeah, not, make no. sense about this movie. Why would he get like arrested as if he had done a terrible crime?
1: Isn't that a crime to take your own death? Is that a crime to take your own death?
0: It might be a crime, but it isn't a go in, guns a-blazing, cuff the guy, throw him in jail. You know, it's – it's.
1: Well, you want to threaten it... – yeah, you want to threaten that guy, the guy who, who faked his own death. Well, we'll threaten him. Maybe he'll be so scared that he won't die that he'll uh... – <laughs>
0: He started stand up at seventeen. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Well,
1: then he was on. The, he
0: worked, right?
1: He was on MTV. Yeah.
0: Oh, that was twenty. I'm sorry, but
1: 21, director Paul I'm old. a freak.
0: At 21 years old, he hit MTV, and that began his fame.
1: Yeah. Well, he did. He was he like a VJ, and then yes. he was just such outrageous. Oh, hey, Britney. Right, and she's like, wow, "Who the hell is, he is this?"
0: And she goes, oh, yeah, he was on MTV before I was born.
1: True. True that. All right, point guns at the suicidal guy who faked his own death.
0: See what I mean? This doesn't make sense in the movie. Yeah. They're brutally taking him out like he committed a violent act. Is he down crime.
1: He the short them. Oh, no, now they're going to find out, and they're going to be like, we hate him. Yep. Yeah, they're making out in front of their kids? Yeah. Freaky. It's freaky.
0: That's very liberal of them.
1: Well, they live in uh, what doesn't look well.
0: She tells the girl, go to your room, and she goes, Dad, I'm in my room.
1: Quarantining in a studio apartment. Man, His mullet looks like there was no party in the back. The party was lame. Oh, this guy's fans. name is
0: uh, W. Earl Brown, and I don't know. He's been in movies. He's all right.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure he didn't force that haircut on him. Uh-oh, here comes Kurt Loder.
0: Now it's about – It was he faked his oh, death. sure. Make it up to you. We're going to have Metallica go out and play in all in wow. the backyards. How
1: can MTV uh, go sink so low to be in this movie? Well, I'm sure sh- – I don't think there was even MTV News.
0: Right. It's 2003, so I'm sure he was – Uh, you know, they called him in.
1: Did you ever see him on The Simpsons? The Simpsons had a flashback episode where Homer and Marge first met, but because they were doing it a couple decades into the series, it was a a flashback of the 90s, and Uh Homer became a grunge star, and they reported, like, I think it was his death or something, and it was reported by Kurt Loder from MTV Uh News who ended the broadcast with and I'm Kurt Loader from the '90s.
0: <laughs> so right now, what we've got is everyone yeah. slamming him now that they found out he faked his death.
1: There's no way you would get Ellen in your movie now.
0: She's too big. And now the whole country. Yeah, is and Chris Rock,
2: baby. No, Pauly, Fuck you. Stay dead. That's
0: the... <laughs> Chris Rock, my man. Funniest.
1: That was it. Oh, yeah. I can't believe he believe that dick.
0: So this is the agent like not eating shit. Guess I was wrong. People do want to see him as a victim. That's what he always told me. I should have listened to him. Oh, well. Oops. Next. Showing that he's not going to get hurt by that miscalculation at all. So now here's Paulie in jail.
1: Wow. Oh no, more Paris hilton than the celebrity wing. Right. So there's more cameos coming up. Right? Exactly. Is it new celebrities?
0: There's Tommy Lee Jones uh
1: uh Oh right. Pamela Anderson's extra Right, right. Tommy right. Lee Jones. Tommy Jones.
0: Tommy Lee Jones? Oh. Let me look it up. I got it right here. Tommy
1: Lee he was in the fugitive. Who's his drunk mate?
0: Right, that's right. Okay, his name's just Tommy Lee. Uh,
1: Tommy Lee. Oh, so it's Tommy Lee, Dojo. No Tommy Lee Smith.
0: Yeah. Tommy Lee Smith. Now, there's the prostitute he gave $89 to and Heidi Fleiss.
1: With her. Oh, wow. That's nuts. You wouldn't be able to have Heidi Fleiss in your movie now. They'd be like, why do you have, like, a... Uh... Yeah, I, I think back then it was a Hollywood madam, and now it would just be like, you know, uh, I don't know.
0: Did you see her eyes turn like the devil?
1: Yeah, I did. Todd now Bridges.
0: We, here we have Willis.
1: The different strokes who got, in, who got in trouble, part of the different strokes curse, but he's still very much alive.
0: Todd Bridges. And, and so, of course, Todd he's the cellmate. And you know it's another guy who had a couple minutes of fame, and now, right. So Bucky. Bucky is on his way to find and kill Paulie Shore.
1: You watch Court TV, the the cable network, and they would have a show like the world's dumbest uh, criminals or the world's dumbest uh, (laughs) tightrope walkers. I've and they would show it. video and they would. <laughs> Todd, Todd Bridges is like a regular. He's like oh. a series regular on that show. And that's, those, those specials have been on that network for decades, I would say. At least at least eight years, right? With I love World shows dumbest... like
0: that. Dumbest Criminals and, you know, it's like, oops. Uh-huh.
1: It can't pass like home video. Like America's Funniest Home Video.
0: Right. This is the next. But yeah,
1: this. This is kind of like the soup. Remember the soup on E, where they would show like videos, and then like it went internet, where it's like, you know, did you check out this video of, of this this viral video? So they <laughs> kind of grab all that.
0: But I thought it was a horrible idea.
1: Was <clears throat> this gay couple.
0: No, talk soup. Uh, it was all of the oh, yeah. talk shows, and they would do a summary, a snippet. And um, there, who there was some. That guy went on to be a good actor. Uh, he was the host for a while. Greg Kinnear. Great, yeah. Greg Kinnear. Rick Kinnear. I, I I was a big fan of the show.
1: He had a good slow burn. You know, he kind of it well, and then uh, the the other people ran at least uh, Tyler. Uh,
0: yeah, but he uh, was doing, like, I mean. He was, I mean, Bill Murray gave birth to it. He was doing comedy that's very done by people, you know. There was nothing risky there. He was, he wasn't doing Bill Murray, but he was doing the people Bill Murray spawned. I sneer at Kinnear. Yeah, right there. There was once a very funny in which uh, uh, he had a fight with... uh, with Tom Petty, it was backstage. Maybe I'll find... Oh, he's saying... That was the Larry N-word Sanders. Right was Larry he's, Sanders. In this scene. He's, he's saying the N-word. Wow.
1: And he's giving new catchphrases for Pauly Shore to say on stage?
0: Well, the guy was like, right, Hey, Tom. you're my N-word. And then Pauly Shore oh, cool. had the balls to say it back to him. And they were like, What? What? And so they taught him to say ah at the end n-word ah oh
1: no he said they he said it with the heart he
0: said the hard er yes he did Ooh. now this yeah, guy I'm is like it. saying you are great in your movies and it was he's he's it was an adam sandler movie oh
1: yeah little nicky wow i can't believe like he said that word
0: yeah that's
5: 2003 <laughs> It's time for Hanukkah. I wanna celebrate Hanukkah. Alright, alright, shit. Shut up already. You remember that song? Yeah, remember the fucking song. You don't I have to don't fucking sing it. sing it. I thought you were Adam Sandler, man. Yeah, He's well, I'm not fucking Adam, Adam Sandler, man, alright? It's time for Yama. wanna celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> <honey-ga.
3: laughs>
0: <laughs> now, what's funny about that scene is he shuts down the guy to sing, and then when the guy starts singing again, he starts singing along to Adam Sandler's song. Yeah. This movie Which,
1: was that supposed to be the Hanukkah song?
0: Paulie did a good was job that? in this. It was one of his Hanukkah songs. Yeah. Oh, now he's going to get it from Kurt, from uh, Fred of Limp Biscuit. Carson. Carson. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: and that's Carson Daly from OTV's uh yeah. MTV Live.
0: On New Year's Eve, I see him on NBC. See, I used to watch. Um, Gosh, what's her name? She she had the Trump photo. They fired her from CNN. Now I got to watch Carson Daly on NBC every New Year's Eve, which is okay with me. I mean, it's only one day a year. Kathy Griffin. I, I, You're talking about Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Griffin. I loved her and they fired yeah. her. So now I got to watch Carson Daly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is okay one day a year, but I couldn't see myself watching Carson Daly. I mean, that's a bit much.
1: She, you know. Well, there's also Carson City and Daly City. Right. Isn't that weird? That's true. We're talking a poly yeah. show. Yeah, it makes you think. Oh, oh I least least love it to be live. It would have all the young kids, like those shows in the 60s in, in the peanut gallery. Look at them. Like, and they're, you know, it's that urban experience. You get that view of New York City, the Times Square, yeah. like that. But it's higher up, right? Or no, it's ground level, isn't it? This, their studio seemed like it was in a high rise. Like on a, on a particular and you level,
0: Times Square kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and it was live on the East Coast, so there was kind of a thrill of of, uh, of television that way. Gotcha. Everything old is new again. You know, you got to uh, you got to have live television in, in your mix because it becomes an event.
0: Yeah, it becomes uh, now an Now we event get to watch you know there could be a mistake. They can't cut it. To, you know, do a second take.
1: Yeah. Well, I so, mean, fortunately, with the streaming, everyone gets to watch it at the same time. hmm You know, or I mean, like YouTube and like
0: Twitch type thing. That's true. And this show is it's, essentially live, right? We don't yeah. do
1: it like TV live. <laughs> Um so we've watched him jerk off
0: and take a shit yeah. and die and what else Don't seen it all. Now he's like like uh Willis is laying down words of wisdom. Like you're not learning from your time here, you know. You're you've gotta become a better person and I just can't believe I'm in jail, that's all. You better start
1: believing. This reminds me of the scene from the oh, movie Todd Bridges is Dead, where he's in the prison. Mean, yeah, and right. Polly Sharks is giving him words of wisdom. Right,
0: well, I couldn't see that going down, but. It was easy. So he says, How did you fake your death?
1: Yeah, it was all pretty easy.
0: I told the LA coroner's office. What's with the Lucky Strikes? Lucky Strike cigarettes? Did you see that? I missed it.
1: Yeah, it was the second time, too, that that particular brand. I wonder you if you knew what got the Lucky Strike deal? was. You think you like those are like cigarettes you smoke when you're like, you know, wow, thing. They're pretty rough. You get them unfiltered.
0: Yeah. Lucky Strikes are. Is that support. a porn shop? Yeah.
1: This guy has something tri- going on. Oh, hey, Corey Feldman got going to be in there selling drugs. Yeah.
0: He's faking his own death, so he's getting the paraphernalia he would need to get dead, like booze and porn and pills.
1: And he, who's the guy? He's. Uh...
0: He's a pizza boy. <laughs>
1: this would make a good tree, true Hollywood story. Yeah. So he killed a man.
0: No, he went to the coroner's office. He was pretending that he was researching for a part, and he found he stole the keys. Then he wait till somebody died who has his like body type. And he went and stole them from the corners. Nah. I
1: don't know. I think that kind of fucked you up your vibe in heaven, right? <laughs> hey, by the way, your soul was – your body was stolen. It used... I just want to rest in peace, goddammit. Bridge too far. You know, it's a social uh... – I can't understand him during quarantine, because we're six feet apart. It's just a bridge too far.
0: Right. If it was five feet.
1: And his last name was Bridge and not
0: Bridges. Oh my God, is this Chuck Scarborough? So now we have comment—it isn't. Yeah. Now we have commentary, like, he's basically just slamming Polly, you know. Well, okay. death. Yeah. Now, the internet All wants to tell quality. me that the TV's not plugged in, but I think it's plugged in under. I think the internet's wrong.
1: Well, let's take a look when it shoots back.
0: See, it's not plugged in. Well,
1: there's the, the – uh, Right. Maybe it's plugged in elsewhere?
0: Yes, because I see a, a, a wire going down towards the ground.
1: Well, I don't understand. There's an outlet for the prison TV right on the wall, by the prison TV wall. Yeah. Uh, You know, on the the TV prison wall. I don't know why I wouldn't.
0: Plug it right in.
1: Wow. Jerry Springer. That's got to hurt.
0: Oh, there's Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Got all the, oh, she's doing the weave. She's saying, enjoy jail, buddy. Everyone's just being a jerk.
1: My god, this movie is like 70% cameos.
0: Celebrities. Yeah. I got a list here. Now here's Bucky's uh, number Debbie one fan. Him. And what's uh what he's trying to do is get himself arrested. So he's in the slammer with uh Paulie. And what's funny about this Pretty scene good. is he mistakenly thinks the guy's Mexican. <laughs> He's like, call El Capos on El Telefono.
1: Oh, my God. There's a TV guy that they had to blur out the title. Yeah, Right. He's, and TV Calm guys pour Just... If I call the cops, they're going to come get you, dude. That's get... back when we had TV
0: guys.
2: You ain't never been robbed before, have you? Just put that gun down. Call El Capos. El Telefone.
0: Now, there you go. Look at his face. Right? He's like, this guy thinks yeah. I'm Spanish. I speak Spanish. Oh my God.
1: God, I want to eat all those snacks.
0: <laughs> That's what quarantine will do to you.
1: <laughs> I tell you.
0: Now, Kinnison goes. Oh, shows he got tough
1: Oh, in prison?
0: Kinnison shows up and oh, no, not yet, not yet. This is a failed suicide attempt. And then Kinnison will show up and give him the talk. Like, I mean, you've got to become an actor, okay? you got to be the real you, not this weasel, <laughs> you know? And he goes, that weasel, you just right. hide behind it. And then and then Polly goes, you mean like your scream? And Kinnison's like, uh, uh, yeah, like my scream. It's a good scene.
1: That's so weird. Now he's, I've seen him jerk off, and I've seen him hang himself. By the way, two, two, two separate scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not always the case. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Oh, my God, a sex doll. This is like, just went to his local porn shop and bought all the props, put it on the company's bill, <laughs> tax right off it.
0: He funded this. He's the company.
1: But you might have written it off on the taxes, right? If you shoot a movie, can't you write it off
0: on your taxes, Carl? If you lose, Waterman? yeah. Huh. And he did lose. Well,
1: you know, we, we played it last week. This I know this uh, movie because it had its own tailor-made uh, trailer. Right uh, for its direct-to-video release on Dodgeball, a true underdog story, and where he got pelted by Dodgeball. So he was directly, and it aired right before the actual movie. When you put the DVD in, it starts off with Paulie Shore getting pelted by Dodgeball. Saying, <laughs> Check out Pauly Shore's is dead.
0: It was a very clever little thing to do just for the Dodgeball release.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they want that market. I mean, back then DVDs were king, you know, like people paid money to collect DVDs. It it got to the point where not only like the whole thing of like charging it a hundred dollars is long gone, but you would collect it and you would go to the good guys or uh, Sam Goody or, you know, Best Buy and you, you, it would say, hey, Pauly Shore is dead, 10 bucks, DVD or Blu-ray. And you'd be like, what a deal. And you go there and you wind up buying a fucking fax machine or what have you. <laughs> when you're there buying a fax machine, you would pick up some DVDs that were cheap.
6: Let's go, you little
2: bastard! Oh, oh! I want to live!
5: I can't hear
0: you. I want to live. Yeah, you're screaming all now, look, let's listen to what Sam has to say. All right. but
6: everybody knows me as the weasel who gives a fuck what everybody knows you as that's their problem
5: you gotta start showing people the guy that your friends and your family know the guy that used to cook me burgers at the comedy store in Westwood, that guy the weasel is just a defense mechanism
3: to keep the
6: whole world at arm's length I like your scream yeah,
7: like my scream
0: I thought that was a very good moment because I mean, of course, Sam Kinison didn't really say it.
1: Right. Or his estate, for that matter. But yeah, that's right, because if he was his mentor, he kind of showed him a kind of a comedy format.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: He emulated Kinison in that manner.
0: So now he realizes that he's got got to become an actor, like a real actor. And he has to totally get rid of his his weasel persona thing and so we'll have a like a montage like a la rocky you know as he becomes an actor oh boy dumb
1: yeah is there a music that plays is it like a?
0: yeah it might have been more honest if he had actually done the rocky theme
1: well, you do that public domain thing where you take a song and every third note you change the note or something every seventh. So it like, ba, da, da, beep,
0: da, da, eep. Uh oh. It's just like you said, It's a montage with the music. Now that's by. If this was a. to s- jail.
1: Yeah, he's watching. New guy having a smoke like that? I guess, this yeah. is a Seth Rogan movie. that will be playing like uh, songs off their soundtrack. <laughs> you know, like white guys dancing to hip hop. And then they sell the first album.
2: First oh, so. oh,
0: They're teaching him. Is that like Shakespeare? Oh yeah. Yeah. And Bucky's witnessing yeah, the whole transformation, and he doesn't like it.
1: Oh right, because he's he's going beyond his, his fandom's stream.
0: Right. He's leaving the we's behind. Now that's very funny. You know, you do four ticks and then a cross to make five. He's doing right. seven.
1: <laughs> that's funny, yeah.
0: We'll see it one more time. Like you look at them and they look we- there. It is see. <laughs> Now he's oh, yeah. becoming a good actor. I, th-
1: I think you're a couple of seconds ahead of me, but that's fine.
0: Oh. That happened before. I'm at... Uh, I'm at 108. Uh, okay, so right now I'm at 109. 109.2, 109.3. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: in, yeah, I'm like five seconds behind you.
0: Okay. Let's leave it. It's all right. Yeah, fine. Wow, look at that. Paulie's like, I'm cool. So they give him an award. Montage over.
1: Oh yeah. For uh oh, <laughs> it's a license plate. I'm back on top once again. For best montage. Yeah. Best inspirational montage from a directed video movie. He's saying and the nominee is yeah. Paulie Shore. Mm-hmm. And the winner is Paulie Shore.
0: So now
1: um, he looks like uh, Matt. Bucky. Looks like Matt Berry, uh, the oh, British okay. comedic actor that's the IT crowd. Matt Berry. Uh,
0: so once again, just so the, for the record, he's W. Earl Brown, and <clears throat> he probably looks like that guy. Earl. So he's gonna make his move now. Earl Brown. My name is Earl. <laughs>
1: Do you think my name is Earl ripped off his sitcom My Name is W. Earl?
0: <laughs> right. He saw the pilot. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh,
1: great. I love how there's no prison guards in the prison kitchen.
0: That's true. There's lots and lots of free time also for these guys. They're alone in the cafeteria. Do
1: you think this is the comedy store kitchen?
0: <laughs> Good one.
1: Get your feet off the table. When I heard that you were dead,
0: it's like the whole world torn away from me. Yeah. Did I put it He's Kathy baiting him. Now he's gonna skewer him with the poker.
1: Oh, yeah? Did we going to see his ass again?
0: <laughs> you wish.
1: No studio is gonna he's find like Kathy Bates in Misery. You know, it's worse than bait and switch. Kathy, and switch.
0: <laughs> Kathy Bates. <laughs> what's worse than bait and switch is when Kathy Bates and switches. And switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's too big. So basically, he's talking him down from killing him. You know, explaining why he's. Uh, going to do it, and then they share a moment in which he like does the weasel for him. I'll, I'll play that part. He just can't bring okay. himself to actually kill Polly.
1: But he went to jail for it. His whole plan. Mm-hmm. And he cops out at the end.
0: Yeah, they, he doesn't normal. follow through. It's a bad example to children. He should have killed the guy.
1: Listen, if any... If any criminal masterminds are listening, do not have a plan where you, you, you commit a crime and go to jail.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like if you, you, what are you yeah. going to do? Lock if me you're up? Gonna... <laughs> you're going to jail for a long time. Well, guess what, numb nuts?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in jail. What's my do plan, now,
0: Johnny Law? My,
1: my plan, pandemic is to stay in prison. So right, so he coughs out, and now guess I have to spend the rest of my time in prison. And what exactly did he do? He opened up a beer, and now he's in fucking prison. The
0: gun. He tried to rob a place. The fact that he would end up exactly bail. here too doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, now we're gonna have a very touching scene that is so stupid.
1: Look, he's got latex gloves. The guy's a freak. Oh, more time. <laughs> Any more filming in this movie? Where's Corey? Yeah, he won't <laughs> be back. Oh, one more thing.
2: Nobody's in the
6: tools.
2: What movie's that from? Insane old man. Say hi to Chachito! Joy <laughs> Duty. Crazy boys! In the army now. Stop
1: great movies. Not we're so close. We've seen two of Polychar movies. Mm-hmm. You did that I wonder if that's by design. <laughs> oh no W Earl's getting remorse.
0: I watched Son in Law more than twice. Yeah I had to watch Biodome like three, four times. You know you it's really like, tough <laughs> for me. Shame on you.
1: You got to see Tenacious D four times? Good for you. Good idea. What the fuck did Bridges do that he's still in jail?
0: We never know. Yeah. We never learn what any of the other ones do.
1: I mean, he really did spend time in prison, but I don't know if why has a shorter term.
0: <laughs> right. Look at all the cops waiting for him. If this was real jail, they'd be like, let's go, let's go.
1: Wait, I want to go into the locker room and change into my golf clothes. What do you, just fucking get out of jail. <sighs> you want to really, like... It's yeah, before to I leave art. prison. It's a uh...
0: goodbye. It's a genuine goodbye here.
1: Well, it's... I'll see you in my movie, Todd Bridges is dead. Or to- Todd Sanford. Bridges are dead. Good yeah. Part. End of the S.
0: Todd Bridges are dead, right. Because my, my w- oh, Microsoft Word spell checker grammar checker (laughs) it's mike your Oh yeah it's Todd bridges are dead are you an idiot don't you have word
1: (laughs) my favorite scene is when paulie char shows up for a week in prison with him (laughs) wow so he would be a big celebrity if he really did this
0: if he really did fake his death
1: yeah. I mean, you don't think he would be on TMZ every night or like you would just see tweets about him or just see like Facebook posts about him? Brighton well, Tom was sightings. not a good he
0: shape. Sightings. He sightings.
1: He had a real fucked up. Like he went to rehab and would have these like parties or whatever. Hey, Nancy O'Dell and Pat O'Brien? Snoop Dogg.
2: head wants a piece of poly. Guess Enough of the celebrities. A nigga
0: <laughs> they said, Snoop, would you there's please thing stereotype? I'm... Sure. Sure, I will. I
1: I have to say, like, when there's a gimmick, like when you have a movie where there's, like, 3D or there's, like, Celebrity appearances. There's, oh my God, I know that guy. That's from yeah. E. Right. This guy's weird. What's his name? A J. Morenza or something like that. It's been too long for. He has for this whole. He has this whole persona like built. Yeah, like, you know, talk about stand-up comedian. He had, he had it down like this routine. Yeah. Stand-up drama. Yeah. He was like a German journalist that covers Hollywood. Oh, Stiller. Enough of Stiller. Mercado. Oh, so this is like kind of the Hollywood, like the Animal House ending.
0: Sort of.
3: Yeah.
1: Let everything happened. Woohoo!
0: No, he's not.
1: Yay, all right. Well, we're a couple seconds ahead, so we're watching. Oh, he's not shooting no, on like the No, like you won't hug us. Don't touch me. No, no, that was great. I just want to say
2: thanks. Don't that. touch me. Give me the pictures. The negatives are there. good. I see nice. this be showing up anywhere your ass is fucking grass. Okay, I just want to say, get oh, off me. Hey,
0: so wait, is he breaking character at the end of this movie? No, he is continuing. He's getting all these people to say great things about him. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. The film's wrapping so up. he's now the
1: director. But it's kind of doing that Jerry Lewis thing where he blurs the movie in real life at the end of the movie. Like, he's like, what are you talking about? This is just a set.
0: Wow. he
1: uh, it's like
0: outtakes.
1: He says, of course, like the movie can't stop. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to say we had just watched Polly Shore is Dead, but this movie insists on having outtakes at the end credits. So we are talking over the uh, <laughs> best part of the movie, the listing of, of uh, credits. Oh, that guy. Andy Holy Dick. shit! That's Andy the, Dick. Well, before him, the sports guy, before oh. Dick and Mar, was you know he had his own talk show, Craigers. He was from Daily Show. Right. He was the first host. Yeah, Andy Dick's another sex freak. Well, he he's a troublemaker. Troublemaker. How about that? And there's. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres would never show up on it anymore, and if she did, she would be dressed in her uh, brand. Yeah,
0: right. Should I tell you all the cameos? Do you want to bother? Yeah, go ahead, please. Pam Anderson, Britney Spears, AJ Benza, Todd Bridges, Tommy Chong, Carson Daly. Todd wasn't a cameo. Ellen DeGeneres, Jewel Denial. Yes. She's great, by the way. Google her Jewel Denial. Dustin Diamond, Andy Dick, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Fred Durst, Corey Feldman, Heidi Fleiss, Nikki and Paris Hilton, Kato Kaelin. Should I keep going? Craig Kilborn, Kurt Loder. Yes, yes. Mario Lopez. Craig Kilborn. Bill Maher. Now, here it says Rosie O'Donnell. I didn't see her. I did not see her.
1: Huh. Maybe it was like a footage. Yeah, she Stop didn't really that, talk. I don't. I don't remember. Kid gets, Adada. Yeah. look at that. That's right. These are all these. Kidadada got listed. It's, her, uh, born it's him as yeah. the director. Do you remember Kidadada, uh, in the oh. the comedian who would dress up as a private eye, had a song with fish puns that played on Dr. Demento, and oh, there's a sure family. There's the locations pawn shop where we finance this movie. <laughs> yeah, the hawk. Uh-huh. 2004. Oh, in memory of my mentor. Oh, yeah, that's right. RIP, Samuel. Oh, and with Bird Troyer. Look at his little monkey. We won't end. <laughs> he also passed away, <laughs> That's why it's.
0: Safe, uh, and, and
1: then a lot of, like, and all the women in this movie are like, you know, Hollywood strippers.
0: <laughs> he
1: hates stars. women.
0: He hates women.
1: No, he he likes women. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been fully short said, Carl? I think I know, but what do you think of the movie?
0: I enjoyed it. It's the only film of his I've ever liked. And it's the only time I've ever been a fan of his. I'm with him on the you suck stuff. <laughs>
1: Now, you say that this is your favorite Pauly Shore movie because you've never seen Jury Duty.
0: Right, so I could be mistaken. But I have seen Encino Man, and you know that I've seen uh, Biodome. Yes, I know.
1: It's a a historic moment in our lives, and uh, you regretted it ever since. Yeah, well, ladies and gentlemen, I thought it was good. I, it was fine. I mean, he it, it took, it, it took the idea and he stretched it to a point. I think there's a certain point we could have been with any celebrity where it just gets kind of one-note-ish, but it was good. <laughs> I liked it, and I'm glad there's a free copy of it on YouTube for uh, for people to watch and content yes. for us to follow. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have more fodder next week. Uh, I would never say this is fodder. Our movie next week is going to be Brain Dead. Brain Dead which is Mike Spiegelman's story stories from 1990. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, I didn't have much of a brain to begin with. And if you, uh, I have Scream Factory TV has hosted the trailer to Braindead 1990. Yeah. Would you uh,
0: yeah,
1: do us the really? pleasure in playing the audio as here at the Mutiny Radio
0: sheltering in place studio there's yeah. very limited means for me to do so. Dead
1: 1990
0: official trailer Scream yeah. Factory. Okay, Scream Factory. I'm choosing it, I'm hitting Watch pause, it. I'm rewinding to zero, zero, right. zero. Okay, uh, Braindead 1990 official trailer, Screen Factory TV. Three, two, one, go.
1: I'm very excited. I, I picked this movie because of the cast, no, not because I've ever seen it. Ooh, New Concord, that's Corman. Yeah,
0: just like our… Uh,
1: Roger Corman. Yeah. Munchies movie. Munchies,
0: yeah, munchies.
1: munchies. So that is Phil Pullman, right?
0: I guess.
1: And that's Phil Paxton? That's Pullman, and that's Paxton. Eww. It's a horror movie, Carl. He
0: he He just walked into Biodome, I swear.
1: Oh no. door and uh, Baldwin locked the door. There's George Kennedy.
0: Bud Court.
1: Bud Court is the reason why I picked it. I know you're a accordion. You like not Bud Court. The guy that looks like Bud court, but he's not I like Bud court.
0: Both. I think of them as one person and that drives Bud Court crazy
1: Like Bill Pullman crazy or Bill Paxton crazy?
0: We'll find out next week.
1: Next week, tons of jokes how they can't tell them apart. oh that looks dangerous.
0: Oh, I hate that. One time we dropped all our brains.
1: <laughs> That's probably the ending of this movie is all the brains fall and they're just showing it in the trailer.
0: Ew, he's going to pull his...
1: Ew, ew. Do you need to watch this? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right, Brian dead. <laughs> oh, poor Brian.
0: Brian Dead. This movie is before its time. Because Brian will Produced go- by
1: Julie Corman. <laughs> yeah, right. Brian died and then uh, president. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our movie next week. It's a gratuitous horror movie from Julie Corman's production, Brain Dead, starring Bud Court, as well as Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman, together again. That will be next week, so make sure you subscribe to our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Make sure you listen to us streaming. Uh, every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific, and uh, follow us on Facebook. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Twitter. A great channel. And you can critters uh, and uh, blues three go to college is up there. And, uh, yes. Some good stuff. L W A F L M O Y T. College meticulously synced our episodes with the movies we watch on YouTube, and we post it on YouTube. Wow, cultural appropriation. It's an art form. Uh, we're artists. Please don't sue us. Uh, Carl can be found at carlsucks.com. Anything, yes. a big shout out for our September crew?
0: Oh, for me? Uh, no. Uh, I just did a show and I killed. I did 10 minutes on Friday night at the Wawa Social Club. Outdoor show.
1: One. Outdoor show. Absolutely. Until, just figuratively. So please, uh, no stop the angry emails. Uh, you can find me on issue.com. That's i s s u u, and look for the magazine Savage Henry. Uh, there's a print magazine. I, if I, as of showtime, I haven't written a lick of things. If I could get it, my deadline uh, completed and get awesome. the submission approved, I'll be in next week's issue, next month's issue, next issue. Great. So I'm just giving a shout out in advance. All right. Well, that's been our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, glad we enjoyed *Polly Shore is Dead And a big shout out to Polly Shore Who yeah. uh, we liked And we enjoyed the movie And it's our second Polly Shore of many movies Oh uh, And uh, Sorry Carl Oops I took my hand <laughs> Well we can have the show Thanks bye More Polly Shore Goodbye Gobble
0: Gobble It's, it's pronounced MUTINY MUTINY uh, My turn off are guys who say MUTINY MAN Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman Mike Spiegelman Mike Spiegelman
3: Mike Spiegelman Mike Spiegelman Mike Spiegelman Mike Spiegelman Mike Spiegelman
7: starts at six o'clock which is right now yeah you're listening to mutiny radio dot fm in dot sf and it is time for the happy hour, Mutiny Radio comedy open mic slash outdoor show at 7 o'clock. It's going to be so fun. Yay! Alyssa weston on the show. I'm so excited. You can always donate to Mutiny Radio at Mutiny Radio under Venmo or our GoFundMe. Just look it up and uh, give me some money. Come out. Stay socially distanced. We've got chairs six feet apart. People can stand across the street. Everybody's being safe. We've got mic condoms. We've got gloves. We've got all the stuff to keep you feeling safe. Let's enjoy some music until we get a quorum of comedians i like to have at least four comics in the room before we start just so that they have an audience even if it's themselves so um thanks to detox and mauricio for being here also jen garcia who knows who else will be here it's always an exciting day at mutiny radio All right, I was going to try to get Derek the Destroyer to do a set here. He hates soup. He hates soup. Okay, here we go. Everybody, your first set of the night. Tap your arm. This is Derek the Destroyer. Bye. Shout <laughs>
5: motherfuckers. I fucking hate soup. Fuck vegetable bath water, suck a dick, clam chowder, corn chowder, any type of chowder, suck a dick. (laughs) People ask me why I hate soup. It's because it's wet, bitch. That shit don't fill you up, you stupid motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I hate fucking drivers. If you stop at a yellow light, I'm going to stab you. (laughs) I wish I had some jokes, god damn it. I hate running off my own fucking stuff here, man. Uh, Everybody's already heard I look like Stephen Hawkins if I was mentally challenged instead of physically challenged. But I think I look like Bill Gates if he fucks Stephen Hawkins, right, guys? That's what I'm thinking. All the lux and none of the money, you fucking bastard. You look like goddamn fucking John Denver if you're thinking about sucking dicks instead of goddamn country music songs. Whoa, Steven, you son of a bitch. Ah, man, you know what, Stephen Hawkins? I'm not gay. I'm not straight. I'm not even bisexual. I'm by myself because I give out conspiracy theories, and I'm by myself. That's how it works. I like jerking off because, you know, porno is a lot cheaper than going on a date. Ever go on a date and then not get laid, and then you spend all his money on food That the chick throws up in your lap on the way home? That shit sucks, but I date not the best. Let's see. I always wanted an instrument, because I'm a stupid young kid. I always wanted an instrument to fucking uh, write what I was saying. Now that we have that in phones and shit, I know that AI is phony. Because every time I try to send a voice text, it just sends, I want to suck your dick. What the fuck kind of shit's that, dude? I fucking hate that shit. I don't know. People say that we're in a matrix. In a matrix, this is some kind of matrix. Somebody's playing us in a PlayStation game upstairs. Some alien. I love aliens. They're cool. I'd always want a fucking alien. Would somebody want a fucking alien? I'd fuck them in that little hole. You know, that little hole right there. I like Whoever, whatever fucking I'm an avatar for, whatever shitty ass aliens playing this game is fucking losing. I'm going to tell you what, I'm losing out here in these streets, son. Losing. Ah, oh. hello. Let's see. What else do we have that's on my fucking, on my radar? Oh, Le- oh man. My mom, she's a good woman. Don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, my mom, uh, such a badass, dude. When she, she used to carry a knife and a gun in her purse, and then uh, somebody gave her some shit, she'd fucking shoot that fool. And then place a knife in the dead dude's hand. I actually stab herself first, blah, blah. Fuck. You know what? It's funny when you don't remember your own shit about your mother. That's fucking hilarious. But anyway, my mom was so badass, I had to ask my mom. I'm like, I was my first time ever going into jail. I'm like, fuck it. Mom, what should I do? My mom tells me, Derek, you stupid motherfucker. You go up to the craziest looking, biggest detox looking motherfucker, and you suck his dick, son. You suck his dick because you're going to be a bitch in prison, all right? You're going to be getting raped. You're going to have to have protection. So you're going to have to go up and suck the biggest dude's dick. How do you think mom got ahead at her job? (laughs) Oh, man. It's always funny to do a set in in front of yourself. It's always difficult. I know you're listening, and I know other people are listening, but it's, it's fucking hilarious, man. One of my older bits was hookers. I, you know, um, and I turned the hookers into fucking robots. Like, because I, I thought, like, you know, every when I was a little kid, I really thought, like, fucking uh, Terminator, that shit was going to be real. There was going to be, like, robots that are going to come here, and they're going to send nukes and blow shit up, and the robots are going to fuck us up and fuck us and kill us and shit, but that's not what's going to happen. We're actually going to win the robot war because we're going to actually make sex robots and we're going to fuck robots to death. It's going to be terrible. You know who loses it all? Hookers. Hookers lose it all. They fucking hate robots. They're not going to get paid anymore because all their good paid jobs are going to go to fucking robots. So that was like my first robot bit. And I was like, that's not too funny. Robots are going to fuck us to death? I don't know if that's that funny. So I kind of changed it up and I thought to myself, I should do crowd work with this bullshit. Uh, what kind of robot would you like to fuck? You like to fuck a robot that has a big mic cock, which is a good, a good thing. I want to fuck an ATM because if I make an ATM come, I get money. That is the <laughs> best, right? I love that. Uh, that's the, that's the robot I want to fuck. I want to fuck an ATM. But then you know what? I was actually thinking, why not a giraffe? A giraffe robot would be great because it has a long neck. It gives deep throat very well. I always like that. And then a uh, kangaroo robot because it has a pouch for my weed. I had somebody else tell me they wanted to fuck a pyre dri- pile driver robot. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's some bullshit right there. Uh, but then the real, the real, the robot I really want to fuck, guys, is I really want to fuck a Roomba. Because it's the closest I'll get to fucking my maid. Right? That's da-dun-dun. Hello, top of the morning to you, Robert. How are you doing, sir? I love you, brother. Good to see you. Whoa, what kind of drugs would you like to take out there? Would you like to take some drugs, matey? Do you have any drugs out there? We got pancake. Don't call him waffles. He'll get pissed off at that shit. Hey, give yourself a waffle, boys, and I'll give you something. You you know what? I'm going to do a Cheech and Chong fucking joke. You want me? You want to see me turn this microphone into a fruit (laughs) 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 that's not my joke that's just funny as shit fuck I love Cheech and Chong man these young kids don't even know what Cheech and Chong is anymore these motherfuckers you're like fucking what's the what's the dude that wasn't there Dave Dave's not here yeah go ahead and say that to somebody Oh, I'm out of here alright you know what what would you guys go for 2016 I like that one. Anybody else? Because I'm not gonna say 2020. (laughs) This 2019 was last year. Mine was to suck dick, but according to this set, it was to suck titties. You guys have a great night. Thank you.
7: (laughs) Derek the Destroyer taking the bullet. He hates soup. (laughs) We know it. It's true. Um, So hey, when you guys are inside, everybody, you know, take your own safety precautions. There's um, on this on the stage. There are gloves and there's also some hand sanitizer. And um, if you don't have your own mic condom or your own mic, you can take one of the gloves and stick it over the top or wear a mask. There's a lot of things you can do to keep yourself safe. I'm not going to like be a policeman because I'm behind this glass, but you guys know what makes you feel comfortable and safe. So do that. Uh, Okay, cool. All right. Your next comedian, uh, I didn't really make a list. We don't really know what's going on. Mauricio, you want to go? He just had a great. Uh, he was gonna have a great set, but things got all out of control. But it still was a really great show. There were tons of people at Washington Square Park. It was a great it show, it man. Great you show.
6: start charging twenty bucks for the fights, you know. Amen.
7: Yeah. Put your hands together for Mauricio. My name is Mauricio.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh! What's up, posers? Go fuck yourselves. Let me start my set, you know. Uh, I like doing this. I uh, always like doing this. I have one ritual before I start my set. I have one ritual, Pam. Did you know this? O'Reilly. You're all being brainwashed. You're all being brainwashed. All right, I'm working on some new material. Let me go deep with you. Can I go deep with you? This is for Rob. The rest of you can burn in hell, man. It's like, let's say it, Holly. This is my time. All right, here we go. All right, so I've been analyzing this, man. I'm a parkour Buddhist. I really am. I, I go to a temple here in the Mission District. Very intense training. The only thing that sucks is I love lesbian sex so fucking much, man. So I'm addicted to lesbian sex, right? The one thing that sucks is like the only thing that I hate that is you can't find spirituality in America. You know this, right? You cannot find it because women are wearing yoga pants at the, at the temples. It's like I saw this one girl bend over in front of me. I was like, damn, man, I can't find enli- enlightenment this way. So I had to run to the bathroom and jack off so I can go back to enlightenment. And the thing that sucks is they had a poster of Buddha, so I jacked off to Buddha. That's fucking crazy, right? It's like I'm still all man. I'm still straight because his nipples are the softest in the prophet game. Alright, that was more for you, man. All right, I'm trying to read the crowd, you know? You don't laugh like you used to, man. You're out of my team, man. There we go. Yeah. I'm joking, man. Uh, another joke that I've been working on is uh, I think Pixar is racist. Let me analyze this. As I ruined my last relationship, I went through a breakup before COVID. And what happened is that uh, I dissed the notebook too much. I've been analyzing movies too much. I dissed the notebook. The notebook isn't romantic. Ladies out there in the internet radio... The notebook is not romantic. The whole movie is about old white people dying at the end. The only people that can find it romantic are Trump supporters that don't have to pay for the Medicare with their taxes. You know what I mean? That's the reality. And then my ex-girlfriend was like, get the fuck out of my house. I was like, alright, gonna go jack off to Sally Field. Derek, just go home, man. You had enough. Uh, I hate Derek. Anyways. <laughs> uh, one thing I like to talk about is like I'm into allies in movies really deep. I realize that Americans will never be hard workers. I used to have three jobs, man. I am Mexican from Mexico, so we outwork all of you. Immigrants just outwork Americans. The biggest problem that I think that Americans will never be hard workers is because you guys worship the wrong heroes in movies. Straight up. My hero was Don Cheadle in Hotel Rwanda. That's why I'm the best at restaurant industry. They were like, we're going to murder you and your family. He's like, right this way to your room, sir. That's how to diffuse the situation. That is a hard worker Uh, minorities out there that love fast and the furious go fuck yourselves you are letting us down if you love fast and the furious franchise out there and you have kids they are not going to college let's just say it what it is i think that fast and the furious is worse than crack to the minority community the whole fucking movie they're all racing and shit there's one thing where they were trying to like jack this man with a semi-truck they had a bunch of weapons to jack this man on a semi-truck and a semi truck driver, all he had was a shotgun. He almost killed Vin Diesel. He killed his best friend. And he kept driving to make his quota. Where's his fucking Fast and the Furious movie? God damn it. Fuck Vin Diesel, man. Worship the right heroes in movies. And I'm gonna say this, man. I'm kinda happy that Robin Williams is dead, man. I love Sally Field so much that he was wrong and missed outfire, motherfucker. At some point you gotta grow up and take care of your kids. I love women more than I love him. That's it. Yeah, you know how I know I'm better than Robin Williams? I'm still alive. (laughs) Yeah, Depression is only for white people. Mexicans, we get stabbed. That's how we deal with it. Uh, I like doing this. Uh, I have no fantasy in my brain anymore, my friend. So can you imagine me in the movie Hook with this brain? I'd be like, look, man, this is is fun. I like that we're playing with our imagination and shit, but Rufio's fucking dead, okay? Because he told us that we were going to win this war against these pirates with our imaginations, but they have guns all right too soon is this thing on that was funny last week i don't know what's wrong with you in oakland they're like whoop 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 and san francisco's like oh and oakland's like yeah good i'm glad another white man died fuck yeah because i'm half indigenous so i don't give a fuck about you guys i wished about i wish for covid on my birthday my birthday is march 29th i wish for half of white people to die in america i'm indigenous i want my land back i really do uh i'm indigenous like uh havesies the one thing that I can't stand in stand-up comedy is that you're not allowed to talk about rape. That's a big deal. You don't talk about rape. But I have to be grateful for rape every single day of my life. On one side of me, the half of me, they got raped the right way. The Aztecs got raped by the Spaniards. They could speak Spanish, so we all can move forward with that group. On my father's side, who's pure indigenous, they didn't get raped. He, His people, my people, don't know English or Spanish. They are fucked to the fucking world. You know how it's the only way they're going to make money? By holding a baby really sad for National Geographic. That's it. So thanks to Rape, I'm a little bit taller. a little bit lighter skin. And I just got this cardigan at Club Monaco. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you, Rape. Thank you, Rape, every fucking day. <laughs> all right, one more minute. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys all on this one. I used to get abortions all the time. And the one thing I regret about getting abortions is that my kid would have been in his 20s right now. And that could have fucked all his friends. My name is Ernest Evangelista. Thank you.
3: Love
7: you too <laughs> <Ernest> <laughs> <laughs> go uh Go on Facebook and uh, become a part of the group FDAL, Few Drinks and a Laugh. And all the up-to-date comedy news is always posted. And all the t- outdoor shows and all the good stuff. Uh, Since bacon is kind of we have a new bacon, but the old bacon is dead, but the new bacon. That's actually spelled like bacon. Sierra frost is Up and running. I'm super excited. Who's Who wants to go next? Holly Shaw all right Your next comedian like she her youth belies her age Uh, when you told me your age today I was like motherfucker. I can't tell no I'm not gonna say a goddamn word but I will say that her kid is almost old enough for me to have sex with. Put your hands together for Holly Shaw!
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. Ah! Ah! No. Don't touch my kid, Pam. I'm coming for you, bitch. He's not legal yet. He's got six more months. (laughs) shit. Oh, this isn't supposed to be clean, right? Because, you know... I didn't get into comedy to be a fucking lady. Uh, yeah. Uh, COVID, dude. We're like, you're not supposed to touch, don't touch anyone. Don't get close. All we wanna do is touch each other. Have you noticed? We're like a bunch of horny preschoolers. It's like, um, can you um can you come over to my house? I, I like a mask. Can you stick your tongue in my mouth? I just feel like men are thirsty. I'm feeling it. Like, they're thirsty. And I have to admit, um, I have not been behaving myself very well. Uh, I've been doing some fucking. Yeah, I've been doing some fucking. And I'm sorry for the language, but, you know, there's nothing else you can call it when it's that bad. It's just... There are things that you just don't want to have to say when you're having sex. Like, is that it? Or, uh, yeah, I would like that if I had no feelings. Or my personal favorite, my personal nightmare is, oh my God, I, um, I have a son your age. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. But, you know, as a woman, like, in her prime, like, I'm in my sexual prime, you guys. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, I get mine. Like, it's fucking, I'm a master. Like, I have sex, like Dave Chappelle tells jokes. Like, I know the punchline, and I can always get there. just saying. I know where we're going, and I know I can get there. It's good. I have a lot of good sex these days. Um, Just on my own and on other people. Uh, It's great. Yeah, my friend was teasing me about how horny I am. She was like, we were driving through downtown Oakland and she saw, we we passed this guy and he was getting out of his car with no pants on, getting out of a car with no windows. And she goes, ha, 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 Holly, that's your next boyfriend. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't date guys with cars. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you guys like to drink? Anybody like to drink? Uh, clearly, we're a bunch of alcoholics. Uh, I love drinking. But I don't like that feeling the next day. You know what I mean? Like that guilty feeling. Like you feel like you must have done something wrong really